just had to face the fact that I wasn't sleeping enough. And once I started requiring, uh, giving myself the grace to sleep eight hours a night, that was a game changer. Hi, Coach Mike here for After 40 Reboot Fitness Podcast. On this week's episode, we are discussing how much sleep you need. Uh, Many of us are sleep deprived. We don't get enough sleep, but this episode hopefully will give you a little incentive to get a little more sleep. We hope you can uh, share this episode with your friends, give it a like, and we appreciate your listening. Hi, Coach Mike here again from After 40 Reboot Fitness with Coach LM, and today's topic is going to be sleep. Um, LM, how much sleep does a normal person need if they're just a functioning adult? I mean, you know, yeah, a lot of people a- I see they they're uh, you know I see all these things on Instagram and the social media that oh, I only need three hours of sleep. I got all my workouts in. I mean, you know, what's your thought? Oh yeah, social media is a great place to get all your I was all your sleep information. Uh, well, you know, let me preface this answer by saying, you know, um, as co-founders of a wellness program, uh, everybody expects that we offer fitness and nutrition guidance, right? I think what a lot of people don't realize is that After 40 Reboot is built on five pillars of wellness. And one of those pillars is sleep. Why do we do this? Because, you know, study after study shows that the average adult needs between seven and nine hours of sleep a night. Now, I know for many adults listening to this, that will come as a shock. You know, I know, Mike, when my kids were little, I remember functioning on six hours of sleep a night, and I think I was just so in that routine, or if I did go to bed early, it was because the kids were waking up several times a night, Um, but you know. Supplementing it with coffee or, you know, sports drinks. I mean, I didn't. Sugar. Yeah. All that bad stuff. Um, But as I've gotten older, I've really made sleep a priority. And I'll tell you why, because brain fog started to set in. And I knew it wasn't my diet because uh, at that point I had cleaned up my diet quite a bit. So I know there are a lot of different theories out there about food allergies causing brain fog. I knew it wasn't that. And I just had to face the fact that I wasn't sleeping enough. And once I started requiring, uh, giving myself the grace to sleep eight hours a night, that was a game changer. So, you know, what I like to tell people is, what's your baseline? How much do you sleep every night? If it's, God forbid, six hours, like it was for me when I was in my 30s, um, you know, let's start by trying to bump that up to seven, the bare minimum. And then every week add a few more minutes. And I know that's tough. I know that's hard. And it's the getting to bed earlier. So, you know, you get that extra sleep. It's hard. Um, But I think it's like anything else. You try it for a few days and if it feels good, then you go with it. You know, I notice the difference now, even if I only get seven hours of sleep versus eight hours of sleep, mm-hmm. I do not have the same energy levels. I find myself wanting to take a nap before I go teach my fitness classes in, in the afternoon versus if I get eight hours of sleep, I wake up, my brain's ready to go and I go, 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 go until I'm done at like nine o'clock at night. Right. So, right. so what do you think about, um, how important is a sleep environment? 
So, you know, blackout shades or like, you know, um, I mean, any, anything, you know, should I read before bed? Like what's going to help me have a good night's sleep? Yeah. So I think particularly for people after 40, the sleeping environment is even more important. You know, again, when I was younger, when my, Dana and I were first married, he would watch TV at night before we went to bed and it never bothered me. I could fall asleep while he was watching TV. I cannot do that now. He, I, I can't have the noise. I can't have the light. We have blackout shades in our room. I have a sleep mask. He has a sleep mask. Um, if he wants to sleep in in the morning and the sun comes in through the windows, even through the little cracks where the shades are, um, changing your sleep environment can make a huge difference. You know, there's a lot out there right now about not having electronics in the bedroom. Um, if you absolutely have to have your phone on your bedside table, Put it in airplane mode because then it's not searching for a signal. It's not sending off those um, harm, harmful rays. And, and most of us sleep with the phone right by our head, right? Yep. And yep. we don't want that harmful crap getting into your brain. I, I don't want that. Um, right. So, you know, removing electronics, um, filtering out light and sound. And this is a big one, particularly for postmenopausal women or women who are in menopause. But, you know, your body temperature needs to drop by a few degrees in order for you to fall asleep. So if you can keep your room on the cooler side, that's going to help you fall asleep and stay asleep. I like yeah, that. Particularly if I you're know. experiencing gonna, hot flashes for, for any counter, reason. Um, I'm not a fan of electronics in the bedroom, but I think there is, um, you know, technology has its pluses and minuses, right? But I think like using an app that has some kind of meditative thing, you know, meditative thing, if that can help you get to sleep, you know, use that tool, right? But don't feel like, I mean, you should not be on, you know, uh, socials, you know, before you go to bed or watch you oh, in bed. Like, that stuff needs to be removed completely. But I think if you can, like you said, turn it off, it's on the airplane mode, download your meditation uh, thing you're going to listen to and just put it by the bedside and, and, and let it help you fall asleep, right? Like that is, that is a good thing about it. Um, but I think the whole like watch TV before you go to bed and your brain is not going to shut down. And that's what, that's what people have a hard time with. I mean, I think in general, the recommendation is that um, you should give yourself a minimum, minimum of an hour between mm -hmm. screen time and getting, you know, ready for your sleep routine. One of the tricks that's worked really well for me, and this was actually at your suggestion um, about a year ago, is just keeping a notebook too by the bedside table to do like a mind dump before you go to bed. Because I know a lot of us get into bed and our head starts spinning, right? What do I need to do tomorrow? What didn't I finish today that I have to do tomorrow? Oh my gosh, what, what's happening with my kids tomorrow? What's happening with my spouse? Do I have to call my mom? You know, all, right. all these things, once yeah. your body starts to relax, it's like you get bombarded with all these thoughts. And yeah. if you can, if you have a place to write them all down and get them out of your head so you can reference the next morning, then your subconscious says, okay, I've dealt with those things. It's time now to relax and settle down. So I think that's another great tool, Mike, that yeah, no, I agree. That's and that is uh, for reference. That was from the book uh, "Getting Things Done," and he talks about that in terms of just organizing your life. Um, you know, I got up this morning and I did a big brain dump into my little book for the week, and I'm and I'm, as I'm listening to you, I'm like, that should have been done last night. I would have slept better, right? Because it's still in there all night long, and you know, uh, maybe that's why. I well, early. what is your normal 
um, bedtime routine? Like how do you get ready for sleep? Yeah, that's a great question. So for me, um, I usually put the phone away at about 8, 8.30. Um, kids may have something going on with school or pick up after work for one of the kids um, or something like that. But typically by 9, 9.30, I'm headed to bed. I may foam roll sometimes. Um, and maybe I'll look over some things I have to do tomorrow, just write them down. I usually don't check email that late because I'll just get my brain fired up. But, um, you know, if there's clothes to fold or something, I, there's something, you know, meditative. There, I actually find that kind of therapeutic, just folding some clothes. And yeah. Even if it's five pieces, um, helps organize my head a little bit. But that's it, you know, just brush my teeth and, you know, get ready for bed. And, and I'll read. Um, and depend, you know, it depends on what kind of mood I'm in, what kind of book it's going to be. Is it a, is it a sports related book? Is it a business book? Is it a health book? I mean, it just depends on where I am or self help or something like that. So yeah, just a little routine. Um, and I think that when, when I, when I am doing that consistently, my sleep is a lot better. Uh, other people obviously affect your sleep. If, you know, my wife goes to bed a little later than me, or she wants to read for 30 minutes at 10 o'clock and I'm already, you know, halfway passed out, then that, you know, becomes a little bit of an issue. But, um, yeah. How about you? I know that you have a pretty solid routine. Yeah, um, it's pretty similar. I, I like to be off my computer for sure. Um, if it's night that I'm not teaching, I mean, if it's, if it's night that mm -hmm. I'm teaching, I'm off my computer by four o'clock in the afternoon anyway. Um, sometimes I try to check email. Sometimes I don't. The nights that where I don't check email, that's when my brain starts going, right? Because I feel out of the loop. But um, so my husband likes to watch TV at night. I'm not a big TV person, but now that we're in empty bed nesters, like this living room or in the bed? Oh no, in the living room, not in the okay. bed. You don't have yeah. a television in the bedroom anymore. Yeah. Okay. I kicked to the can a long time ago. Um, but I, what I have made a habit of doing is I now foam roll oh, good. when the TV's on. Um, particularly on my lighter days, if I've been sitting a lot, if I'm on a lot of Zoom calls or if I'm doing office work, you know, my hip flexors get tight, my shoulders are tight, and I find just rolling out before I go to bed just helps me sleep better throughout the yeah. night. And then, and then like you, um, you brain dump, when, right? what's that? You brain dump before you go to bed too? Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So when I, but when I get upstairs, when I start like the actual, okay, we're done with TV go upstairs. I too do some type of meditative work. I'm typically folding clothes yeah, yeah. or then, you know, then I wash my face and brush my teeth. Then I do the brain dump right before I get into bed. I pick up that book pretty regularly. I'm falling asleep within 10 minutes of reading yeah. that book. Yeah. So I light read at night and I do my educational reading in the morning because right. reading just puts me to sleep at night. Yeah, no, it's amazing. People are like, oh, I read, you know, I read a book a week and I'm like, that means you're, you know, if it's a 200 page book you're reading you know 30 pages a night and i'm like that's 30 solid minutes that i'm just not getting right because mm -hmm. i am out in 10 or 12 minutes um but it's it's fine you know it's good i think that the, you know there's quite a few tips in here that people can use to help them with their sleep and obviously if they have any questions they can send us an email um but yeah happy to help and we hope that this uh provides some insight into how you having better sleep thanks for listening everyone we hope you enjoyed this episode if you have a question on anything related to wellness, please send us an email at team at after 40 We'd love to hear from you. Remember, progress over perfection. <laughs>